0: Welcome to Amateur Tarot Pod, the only podcast where two non-mystical hosts use the power of the tarot to answer your burning questions. And that voice you just heard was one Brian Dooley. And that voice you just heard was also a singular Ben Noble.
1: I just want to get something off my chest and out of the way before we really dive into the show. Let's do it. And that is that we're recording on a Saturday.
0: Yeah, this is weird. Normally record on a Sunday. It feels weird. The people at the coffee shop didn't seem to think it was weird when I came in and ordered coffee.
1: Was it the same people that are there on a Sunday? Or was it the Saturday people and they just don't know your track record? Maybe
0: it was the Saturday people. I don't know. I guess because I'm a horrible person. I don't look at the help.
1: Do you think that we're the same people that normally host a show on Sunday or are we the Saturday hosts?
0: I think it's like dipping your hand into a river. You never dive into the same river twice because there's rocks at the bottom and you have to be careful about diving.
1: Yeah, no diving. But I guess if we're not going to dive into the show, then let's
0: let's slowly wade in. Let's wade in, but once it gets—oh, it's cold. Yeah, once it gets past your upper thigh, just jump in because you know that it's not going to be comfortable no matter what, and you're just prolonging it. So let's let's go ahead and get up to our upper thighs, and then just ooh, go, ooh. go right in. Oh, Okay, here we are. Yeah. Wait, i got water
1: in my ear. I can't hear you.
0: Oh. Do you... Hey, what does it mean when somebody has uh, uh What's it called? Swimmer's ear? Not swimmer's ear. Okay. When Little kids, they have... Uh, tube, ear infections. ...tubes in their ears. I
1: don't know what that what means. What does that mean? I don't know. Do you think it means, like, they just put tubes in their ears? So <laughs> no. I mean, anybody that's ever said that,
0: I... They don't look any different than anybody else, so they don't have like
1: well, you extra know, tubes. Well, tubes have come a long way. Like sometimes you can't tell people are wearing Invisalign. Like you can't tell people have tubes in their ears because the technology has come a long way.
0: I guess, but even back in the olden days, like could you see people with tubes
1: hanging out of their head? Well, I don't know. Um, I think there is a Renaissance painting. Uh, by Botticelli, a woman with tubes in her ear, and you can very clearly see the tubes. Okay, is
0: that the one where the woman's holding a white ferret? Yes.
1: Okay, yeah, I know that painting. Yeah, and she's about to put the the ferret into the tubes to go into her ears because they used to think that uh, ferrets could help with brain diseases once you get a little guy twirling around in there.
0: That explains a lot. Yeah. That explains why ferrets are so popular now. Every time, how many people do you know that own ferrets?
1: Uh, currently none, but I know people who used to own ferrets.
0: Yeah, and how many times have you gone to the pet store and seen ferrets at the pet store? Never. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, I've never seen a parrot at a a pet store. (laughs) Well, that's something else entirely. (laughs) Okay. Well, I've also never seen ferrets. Oh, there's always ferrets at the pet store. Really? What pet store? At Petsmart. Really? I've never seen a ferret there. Birds, gerbils, chinchillas, lizards, fish.
0: Chinchillas also.
1: Let's just go with chinchillas then. How many people do you know own chinchillas? Also none.
0: And how many times do you go to the pet store and there's chinchillas? Always. Always.
1: Always. So you're saying that's odd.
0: Yeah, I think it's weird. Uh, I don't think it's weird that people would own them because they're super cute. Uh, But I think it's weird that they're always for sale, but nobody... Owns
1: that makes perfect sense to me. What's weird is that there's dogs, because everybody has a dog. Don't you think the pet store would run out? It's the same chinchilla every time you go. They're just hoping somebody will buy it. Yeah. Are there dogs or, at pet stores anymore? Um, Only on, like, adoption days.
0: Okay, yeah. There are cats. There are always cats, because cats multiply like rabbits.
1: All right, well, you didn't come to this show to hear us talk about pets. Maybe uh, you to, did. Maybe you did. <laughs> and then you got lucky, because we don't always talk about pets on this show. But what we do always do is, uh, we take a question from a listener and then we give them advice based on the power of the tarot.
0: Yeah. And we do the most complex tarot spreads you've ever seen every week, a new spread every week. We are teaching you a new way to use the tarot to influence your life.
1: That's on a different podcast. I think you're confused. Oh, that's on the professional tarot. Yeah. On the amateur tarot podcast, we actually do a very simple spread. Same one every week. It's got just three cards and. Hold
0: on the rapture. Just. uh...
1: I was going to let you edit that part out, (laughs) but I guess now it's in in there. (laughs) Sorry about that. I live in a city. So. Just three cards. A three-card spread. The first card that we turn over is going to speak to the recent past. The middle card is going to give you some immediate action to take, and the third card. Oh, let me
0: guess. The future.
1: Yeah. Great yes. job, Brian. It's like uh, you've done this before.
0: Yeah, it's like I've done this twenty-eight previous times. Yeah.
1: Well, you're finally getting it. And you'd think that at that point we could move on to a more complicated spread, but. But we are wrong. No. And then uh, after we answer our listener question, we'll move on to the card of the week. Ooh. But we'll talk about that later.
0: So I guess now the only thing to do is to go ahead and dive into our question, huh? From our
1: our reader, asker, listener, user, viewer. Let's wait in. Let's go to Queerance Corner. This week's question comes from Devin, who says, I just graduated from college. And then she asks, where should I move? That's a pretty
0: pointed question. Where should I move? Atlanta. The west side of Atlanta. Detroit.
1: South Detroit. Mexico City.
0: Literally anywhere. That place is a gold mine. It's huge. Yeah, it's the biggest city uh, in North America. America. Do we listen to the same
1: podcast? Could be.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, this this fact brought to you by 99% Invisible. Yeah, shout
1: out to Roman Mars. (laughs) And now you've learned it too. Uh, So yeah, a very pointed question, and we don't have the tarot deck today that just has all of the cities listed on it, so Uh we'll have to go about this in another way.
0: That's going to be the next deck that I have to buy, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's a really big deck because it has every city in it. Yeah. Imagine Um, shuffling that.
0: And I was thinking how many cards there would have to be, and the answer is a lot, like over 20.
1: And now we're going to dip into the 78 cards of the tarot deck and pull out three cards that will hopefully help Devin at least make this decision, if not give her the exact city.
0: Well, Ben, if you want to step a little bit further into the river and do the honors.
1: What? Oh, no, my cards are wet.
0: Oh, that's okay, because we know this card already.
1: It's the Eight of Cups, a card that we know very well. And the Eight of Cups depicts a, a shrouded figure who is walking into the background of the card into into the the wilderness, and in the front of the card are eight cups, and they're stacked up, but there's a hole where another cup should be. And this is a card that's speaking to transition and sacrifice. And those cups indicate accomplishments from life, and even though there's eight cups, which is pretty good, the character on the card is still not satisfied he or she is leaving those eight cups behind to go and seek this one new cup.
0: Or a whole set of different cups. Just they're maybe they're headed to Ikea or Target to get all new cups. Just, just throw away the old cups and get brand new ones.
1: And the eight of cups is about searching for deeper satisfaction in your life and your work that goes beyond what you're currently achieving. Uh, Devin, you're going to have to walk away from what's comfortable and familiar and just believe that there's going to be something more satisfying and fulfilling on the other side. It's the end of a journey and a beginning of a new one, which you know makes perfect sense. You're graduating from college. You're going to have to walk away from those cups and seek the new cups of your post-college life.
0: Yeah, and I think with its place here as the recent past, you did just graduate from college. So you're walking away from everything that's been familiar for the past four 16 years, uh, however long you've been in
1: school. 16? Yeah. Oh, 16 years of, yeah, that makes sense. I thought you were saying she was 16 and I was going to say she's a very precocious person if she's 16 and graduating from college.
0: No, her name's Devin, not Doogie Hauser. Is that even a reference you get? Yeah. Yeah?
1: Enough. Yeah. I mean, I get the joke, but nothing more.
0: Okay. Now I feel bad.
1: Because you're making fun of me?
0: Yeah, for being young. mm and precocious.
1: I'm not 16.
0: No? no. Are you 14? Yes. <laughs> Ugh. Continue. So with its place here in the recent past, it, is, it strongly leans towards you walking away from school, walking away from the life that you've built over these past several years, and moving into something new, definitely in pursuit of... Of whatever your future is holding. Could be a chinchilla. Could be a ferret. Who knows?
1: Who knows? If it's a cat, watch out. They breed like rabbits. So let's jump into our second card. Flip. Oh, it's the hermit. Not the hermit crab, which you can buy at some pet stores.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can get them with uh, sports teams painted on their shelves. Um and this would be a good time to point out we're using the Golden Thread deck. We've used the Golden Thread deck several times. It's one of our favorite decks. But this Hermit is a wonderful card. It looks like the cover of like Harry Potter six. And if there's anything this podcast needs, it's more Harry Potter references. Always. Uh, this... If you stick
1: around after this recording, we'll move into our Harry Potter fan cast. <laughs> Immature Harry Potter cast.
0: Where we two magicians.
1: Amateur magicians. Use the power of Harry Potter to answer your burning question. Coming soon to a podcast app near you. Coming soon and always. Anyway. Tell us about the Hermit, Brian. Uh, the Hermit,
0: on this deck, it's got uh, a cute little Hermit who's holding a light. I mean, every deck, it's got a Hermit holding a light. But he's walking out on this uh, polygonal rock outcrop. don't fall yeah he looks like he's getting ready to fall no you can't dive into the water below we've already talked about this yeah especially not with that heavy cloak on dude you'll sink your lantern will go out that's the same thing uh with the eight of cups too uh the figure is going across a river oh yeah and yeah so be careful
1: a lot of water good thing we talked about water earlier in this episode Mm -hmm. no diving Wait in slowly. When you get up to your thighs, go... Just get it just right in go there. go
0: in. Because there's nothing left for you. Probably. I mean, there's there's no reason to go in slowly anymore. You're just oh, going to okay. torture yourself. I thought
1: you were talking about, like, drowning yourself. No, no, no. I no, thought this no. was, like, an Ophelia situation.
0: No. If it is an Ophelia situation, then uh, don't. Just stay away from the water altogether. Yeah. Uh, just play in the garden and... Find another dude.
1: There's like w- one listener who is, uh, is understanding what's happening right now.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Allison.
1: All right. So beyond being a beautiful Harry Potter cover, uh, the Hermit card represents a time when you need to look within yourself for answers. It's a card about introspection. And this is a great time to think about what you value and what you're looking for at the next stage of your life.
0: So you're starting a new phase of your life and you're looking for inner guidance on where to go shocker here we are uh except we're not inner guidance we're outer guidance and we're pointing out that you've been looking inwardly on the answer to this question
1: actually it kind of depends if she has headphones in when she's listening to this episode we are kind of inside of her ears so in a way we are inner voices
0: what if she's listening to it while she's sleeping and then it becomes a part of her REM cycle and then she believes it to be her own inner voice. What if
1: we're not real? What if we're just part of Devin's dream?
0: What if we, as a collective we, are all Devin's matrix?
1: Hmm. We'll ponder that.
0: That's something to dive into, huh?
1: No, wait. in very slowly. There's rocks down there.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah I take
1: back what I said about diving. No diving, no running!
0: This, this show is strictly anti-diving
1: yeah but the answers are within you Devin. and this is not a time to ask a bunch of people like us for help because you know you better than we know you and you're the one who's going to have the best answer to your question so we're passing the buck on to you
0: yeah but while we're talking um you might begin to reevaluate your own goals and objectives uh From this period of introspection, you may get a new outlook on everything based on you looking inwardly.
1: Yeah. And when you're done with this hermetic thinking process, you're going to have full conviction of your own beliefs and you won't need other people's approval because you already know the answers. And going through this process, you know, is going to make you more confident and more self-reliant.
0: Cool. Well, let's see what the future holds for Deb.
1: Flip. The Four of Wands, one of the most positive cards in the deck. You You did it! The Four of Wands is a card that has a castle on it and happy people celebrating, and it's a sign of good times. It's weirdly, uh, in a question about moving, the Four of Wands is a card about a happy home and a time of harmony and balance after a period of challenge and effort.
0: The Four of Wands is saying if you're getting ready to move into a new place or figure out what to do with your home it's going to go well.
1: Yeah. And it's a reminder that victory, this victory in your life, uh, you know, moving on from college, getting your own place that's earned and, you know, good things don't just randomly happen. This is because, you know, you have gone through this period of introspection and now you deserve to be happy. And, you know, now is the time to think about the future, think about the present and move forward. Be, be cheerful. Yeah. So let's,
0: Pull this all together and make it into a story here for Devin. But
1: all these cards are soggy.
0: That's okay, because it's the golden thread deck. Look.
1: Oh, water. They're all dry. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So pull it together.
0: Uh, So we start with the recent past, the Eight of Cups. You're getting ready to finish up school, or you have just finished up school. And you're moving from something secure into something unknown.
1: And the Hermit... Our second card, our immediate present card, is a card of introspection, a card of looking inward, and a card of taking that um, uncertainty and looking inside yourself for how to resolve that uncertainty. And then the four of wands at the very end of the process is a, a foreshadowing of good things to come, of once you make that decision, once you figure out where it's best to move, um... When you think you know it, you're probably right and it's going to turn out well.
0: Yeah, so I guess what we're saying is we're not going to answer your question at all. No. But
1: the power was in you the whole time. The power was coming from inside the house.
0: <laughs> and that concludes Queer in <laughs> Fair enough.
1: All right, well, we are now on the other side of Quirin's Corner. Yeah, thank you so much, Devin. Which means it's now time for the Card of the Week. And Brian, what is the Card of the Week?
0: Uh, the Card of the Week is a card that kind of just helps shape what our listeners' weeks are possibly going to hold. Kind of. Hopefully a chinchilla. Yeah, what can you look for? Is it a chinchilla? Is it a ferret? I hope it's a chinchilla, because ferrets kind of smell musky.
1: Is it a cat? Watch out. They multiply like rabbits.
0: Uh, so, let's see what we can do for our listeners this week. Flip. Ah. Uh, no! The Five of Pentacles is about sadness. Aww. Worry. Illness. Uh, and this is from The Wild Unknown, and so... Just like we did last week, I'm going to read from the Wild Unknown deck uh, what they have to say about their card. Uh, the Five of Pentacles is a card of hard times. It may come in the form of illness, job loss, financial trouble, or rejection. Above all, this above all this, there will be worry. So much worry.
1: <laughs> is this? A, this is literally what the book says. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh.
0: This anxiety is counterproductive and damaging. You must find a way to quiet the mind during the difficult time. Rely on meditation or visualization to find peace. Oh, geez. And the picture here is a rose that's dying. It's got a petal falling off of it. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a really sadness, worry, and illness personified.
1: But you know what? Sometimes life gives you lemons.
0: And sometimes it gives you a dead rose. And you can't make dead rose aid. No, you can't. But what you can do is hang that rose from your kitchen cabinets and dry it out and then press it between some leaves of a book, some pages of a book. Uh, And then your kids can find it in 15 years and they'll be
1: like, oh, look, my parents read Harry Potter. That was a (laughs) journey. So look. Uh, there might be some upcoming worry or sadness in your life, but it happens. You know, every week can't be awesome. You know, everybody has a bad week every once in a while. And what's important to remember is that you get through it.
0: Yeah. And if you're having trouble getting through it, lean on yourself, lean inward and find reserves of inner strength that in Maybe you didn't know you had, or maybe you know you have them, and you just need to tap into that. This week, some rough stuff may happen, and we're here to tell you, you can handle it. You got this.
1: And with that, let's conclude this episode.
0: You mean we're done talking?
1: Well... I don't know. I mean, I was just going to move into the part where we promote all our stuff. Okay, I. I didn't. On the back of on the back of a very sad card, I was going to move into self promotion.
0: Yeah, I just I feel like maybe I got water in the tubes in my ears because oh. I just came up and I was all confused.
1: Oh well, Brian, it's it's time to get out of the water. Oh, Okay. It's it's adult swim now, so we have to get out.
0: That's also that's really lame. I understand. Adults skate because uh, adults are bigger and they skate really fast. But adults swim, come on. It's a big pool. Nobody's doing laps in the middle of the day. Nobody, there are other pools
1: for that type of activity. Adults get over yourselves. The pool is for kids to play. Hey, Brian, I appreciate this right? but the lifeguard is like yelling at me. He's making uh, like a lot of aggressive hand gestures. Okay, yeah, well... I'm gonna get out and I'm gonna run. Yeah. No. 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 No running. And when Adult Swim is over, do not dive in.
0: I'm definitely not going to dive in. This show has uh, a definite anti-diving stance.
1: Yeah. So let's uh, let's wrap this up because the adults are coming and my hands are getting pruny and. Okay, fine. Ben wants my chinchilla
0: to- doesn't like it in here. <laughs> chinchillas do not like water they bathe themselves with uh really fine sand i don't know if you knew that ben i just learned something yeah uh, because they're guess we don't both listen to that podcast that's not a podcast my roommate in college had chinchillas
1: and he had to, did they bathe themselves in fine sand or he has to bathe them in fine sand
0: they bathe themselves in fine sand you get like a little uh sandbox for them and then they just like squiggle around in it and it's <laughs> so adorable But their body, their fur is so dense that
1: water... Brian, the lifeguard is, like, getting really upset.
0: Well, maybe the lifeguard needs to learn a little bit about patience.
1: All right. Well, this has been Amateur Tarot Pod. Uh, We really appreciate you listening. Special thanks to Devin. And uh, just average thanks to you, the listener.
0: And uh, thank you, as always, to Hug Monster Sound for our theme music. And...
1: If you want to be like Devin and send us... A question and we can just kind of talk around it and tell you that you already know the answer you can do that by sending us an email at amateur tarot reading at gmail.com
0: or you can just reach out to us at our website at amateur tarot.com.
1: also we have a twitter at tarot amateur
0: you can get in touch with ben on his twitter at making all this up
1: and you can get in touch with brian on his twitter at zen ironman
0: and as always, please rate and review us on iTunes. It doesn't cost anything, and it helps us out a lot. Yeah. So, anyway, I guess we'll finally... Ooh, do you want to go to the concession stand?
1: Ooh, that'd be good. Can we get hot dogs? Yeah, and nachos. Oh, yeah, with that fake cheese? Yeah. That'd be great. Okay. Uh, uh, bye well, Bye. You can do that by sending us a email with your question in it at Amateur tarot. Nope. Yep. I don't even know it.
0: Amateur tarot reading.
1: Reading. Okay.